are listening to Legacy Moments, where we have authentic conversations about life, business, and so much more to transform your mind, body, and soul. I am Dr. Patrice Berry, and I am joined by my co-host and mom, Johnny Lloyd. Together, we combine my years of psychological training with her years of business and leadership experience to add value to your day. Today, we are going to be talking about levels of relationship. If you didn't check out last week's episode, please check it out. We've been doing a series on relationships. And when we talk about levels of relationships, what we're talking about is a lot of times we might overuse the word friend. And what does that really mean to you? And I think that's for you to know and then to communicate those boundaries to the people around you. And we talked about letting go of some people. And I think this will also, because sometimes I might be trying to keep somebody in a close friend category, but for this period, for this season, or maybe, maybe this person just isn't a close friend. And so being able to just, Because if you try to keep somebody in a space that their behavior, it's just our connection, it's just not there. It's going to create more frustration. It opens up all types of doors. And so that is what we're going to talk about. I love the way you introduced that because I'm going to give it to you on this way just to think about it. Some people are comrades. Some people are confidants. And some people are constituents. So the constituents are just like voting for somebody. They're kind of in your lane as long as you're going their way, right? And as soon as you go, you pivot, you do something different than they anticipate, they're not with you. Or they find a better train or a different person to hang out with. And so they're just, you know, with you for the moment. And anytime we move a person or we think a person is something that they're not, as Patrice already addressed, so what if I have a person in my life and they're really just a constituent? There's somebody who's going where I'm going right now, but I use them as a confidant. So I'm giving them information at a higher level than they have a relationship with me. Have you met people that overshare? You know, they overshare information because they were either taught, trained, whatever, or that gives them peace. But you're not in the relationship at that level, right? Or I'm not, or they're not in the relationship with me at that level. So they don't need that kind of, I'm going to call it intelligence on you. They don't need that kind of information on you. Not that they're going to use it against you. That's not the point. They might. They might. However, this is what typically happens. You have somebody who's a con who's a confidant and uh, a constituent and you give them information at the confidant level, then they do something with the information. They share it with someone or say something about it in an open setting. And now you have this, I'm going to call it dagger. You feel pain from it. You feel like you've been um, Hurt. hurt, right? So the issue is, is not going around to check people all the time and say, well, I'm going to put you in this box. I'm going to put you in this box. I'm saying you look at you first as to what you need and just make sure that the people that you're around um, can, can provide that or you can support that. When you find out they're not, then you 
not them. Exactly. You will then, can then adjust. What sometimes happens is we still keep on reaching for them to be in a role that they really cannot or do not desire to function in. And for me, because people in those different roles, so I use associates and then people I'm friendly with because associates, you, you don't have my number, like we're not mutuals, like, but like, if I see you, I say, hi, I know of you, but we aren't, we aren't really close. And I think the language of friends on places like Facebook and other places, because I remember as soon as I met somebody, I'd be like, oh, do you want to be friends on Facebook? Because I didn't hold that at like a high level. And now I've had to make some adjustments. And so I'm picky about who I choose to accept as even a friend on places like on different social media and things. And so being able to say, all right, where is this person? Because as my mom was talking about, I'm going to have different, I'm going to, I'm going to share different things. And then I'm also going to have different expectations of those different groups. And what can happen is somebody can show you that they are not a close friend. And because maybe there's, for whatever reason, I've seen people for a period of time grow in different directions. Mm -hmm. And there are some things, because if we're growing in different in a different direction on something that's really important to me, because now there are some, that, like if we have different sports teams in common, whatever, like that's not, but I'm talking about on major things, if we are going in different directions, there might be a time that, okay, we just, we just aren't, aren't that close. Or if, um, if, if I'm feeling like I'm always reaching out for them, reaching out for them, reaching out for them, reaching out for them, and there's never a reach back, the person doesn't make time for you, then to me, they're kind of showing you, okay, they're, you're not a, you're not a close friend to them. And it's to recognize and watch those those interactions and not try to keep people in spaces that they're showing that they're they're just they're just not kind and it kind of leads you back to boundaries <laughs> right it, it kind of leads you right in the middle of boundaries and we've talked about boundaries before and there's some other uh podcasts that we've done so take a look at that so this is the deal what patrice just said what happens is is sometimes so i'm going to talk about people that sometimes are people pleasers if if you know or you have a you think you're a people pleaser and it's all well you know why don't they want to be with me or now you're going to try harder or you're going to make sure or you're going to keep on moving forward or you're going to and they keep on telling you they're doing this but you're doing no 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 you need to be in my space no 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 let them go let them go let them go and i want to speak to that because there was a sound over on tiktok that i loved it was something to, it was something to the effect of why do you want everybody to like you when you don't like everybody that's deep that's good and so like just because somebody i'm not everybody's cup of tea I just had a conversation with somebody about this recently where it was like, hey, just because somebody doesn't like me doesn't mean that there's something wrong with me. So I have a dark sense of humor and I am sarcastic. Now, the one thing now, if a friend set a boundary, because let's say I'm joking the friend about their earrings or something and they're like, Patrice, it really bothers me when you when you do that. Don't do that. No problem. But if they're like, don't be sarcastic at all. It's like, oh, like I don't. And, and back in my head, we 
we we can't be friends <laughs> because like a part of who I am, I have a dark sense of humor and you should not have to change who you are to be with certain groups of people. Because if I have to change who I fundamentally, like I I have a dark sense of humor. My kid is only five years old. <laughs> and he has. And he has a dark sense of humor. And so it's being able to realize I'm okay with me. And if you're not okay with me, that's on you. Okay. That's all right. It's like me taking my stuff. Right. Patrice told me the other day it was really fine. It was really funny. And it's all connected, I believe. And it says... I'm not intimidating, you are intimidated. And let me tell you what that means. In a situation is when I go into a relationship or I'm building a relationship and I don't get, they don't get me or they don't want who I am. They want me, everything they look at, they say, well, you know, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that, you shouldn't do that. This bothers me, this bothers And I'm thinking, well, oh, these are DNA stuff for me. Like Her sense of humor is a DNA thing. Okay. So when somebody does that to you, now, can I adjust if I'm hurting, you know, if they say something, well, that bothers me. Of course, of course, I can apologize. That was not my intent. Right. But when that keep on happening, then I may not need to be in your space as much. So the key with intimidating and intimidated is when I get come into the room, I come in fully who I am. Happy hair, happy jewelry, whatever. I'm me. You know, I'm me, right? Fully me. If something about me intimidates the other person, they need to own that. They need to own that. So when and it's and it's an ownership, that's not my baggage. So I'm not picking up another person's baggage and carrying it with me to help them feel more comfortable in their own space. So it's really important that you don't try to fix your friends. If you are, so in the past, I have just a caregiver. I've, I have been just very caring to people, but in being kind of caring to others, I didn't show them who I really was. I withheld parts of myself and I wasn't, I wasn't authentic with, 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 within certain, certain relationships. And it's really taken some growth. Like I'm telling you, like like the the 30s, I I came into my full self, into who I am. And somebody asked, "What's an example of my dark sense of humor?" So I um uh so like if something now so I will joke about things for myself. Now if somebody else has something bad happen, I won't joke about that. But if we can't, you know, joke about things in the world or um, and so but that's that's kind of that's a little example of my dark sense of humor. If you check out my um, my page, I have some some videos that, that 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 might show that. But but being able to say, OK, and being sure in who you are. And because I think that's what happens within those relationships is that because I'm not sure of who I am, when I get feedback from somebody, then if you're having to completely change who you are as a person, I see that as as a big problem. Yeah, because, OK, so as a test to let you see if you have a wire, a piece of wire or a wire hanger specifically, 
Uh, if you can get a piece of, usually you get that when you have clothes cleaned in the cleaners or whatever. They give you wire hangers normally. So if you dismantle and take it apart, and that's what someone else is doing to you, or you are allowing, let me specify, you are allowing somebody else to do to you, they're dis, they're disassembling you. They're restructuring you. And then every time you go to a different place, then they restructure you. Pretty soon you don't realize everything that happened because it's little things, right? Little things that people cross a little boundary or you let them unloose the top or you let them pull down the bottom or they do stuff to the wire, right? To the hanger. And then before you know it, you're all discombobulated and you're questioning who you are and your beliefs, your desires, all of those things. Now, there are things that happened in my life that question that made me question stuff about me anyway. Got it. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying, I'm not saying that's abnormal for you to question where you are in the moment because we're all in a place of, well, we desire to be in a place of growth. What I want to do every day is be a better version of me than I was yesterday. That's my goal. So it's only take one percent, you know, just a half a percent, just a centimeter, just be better. Right. So my point for saying that the restructuring is we have to be careful because if we allow people to to morph us into what they want, then when they're not in our space or maybe not even in our lives, you won't know who you, you are. won't know who you are. And that's the key. The key is be authentically you. Does that mean hurt people? No. Does that mean be mean? No. Does that mean that you're never, um, um, but setting a boundary isn't mean. So no, if not. if a friend reaches out and they're like, hey, can we get together this weekend? And I'm like, oh, no, I already have plans. And if they go off on me because of that, because I well, wait a minute or um, I know back during um, before I started going out more with with COVID and everything, um, I, I really stayed stayed in a lot. And, and I'm grateful that my friends understood, okay, well, that's just where she is right now. Like once we come out of it, once, you know, like she'll, she'll, she'll kind of get, get back to, to normal. And I'm in the process of getting back to some semblance of, of normal now. And there were people that were still supportive throughout that process. I was supportive of their boundaries and what, and, and what they wanted. And, um, and they've been very supportive of me. And I think that's what happens. Now, relationships won't always be balanced. Like it won't always be an equal 50-50, but when, but it shouldn't always be 90-10. Yeah. <laughs> and when I step into a relationship, I should not have to become less for you to be more. And I'm going to give an example of something. Um, when my grandson was not um, vaccinated, I, I started going on trips because for me, my boundary was different than theirs. Yeah. So, but when I came back and got and got and got COVID <laughs> and got COVID, <laughs> she was fine. She did. She did. I wouldn't joke about it. So that's, but that's, see, that's, that's a sample of her dark sense of humor. And see, dark doesn't mean mean or anything. It just means is you know somebody's looking at day. So if she if she had gotten sick bad, I wouldn't I wouldn't have right joked about it. right or but it's. <laughs> partly funny because like I was traveling and acting like COVID never existed and I was just going everywhere. Wasn't I? I was going everywhere. Every, I mean, thing in two and three weeks and I had all my events because I'm a speaker, uh, author and coach, right? So I had all my events back to back to back. I came back and I, 
I always, because I have a regiment. So I have a regiment because I respect other people yeah. and I know that he's coming back into my space. Um, if, if I'm a big, you know, but they may tell me, Hey, you only been back five days. You need to wear a mask or whatever. So I live with that. That was my point of the boundary. But in this case, I have a regiment. Every time I come back from an event or, you know, whatever, uh, out of town, what I do is I take a home test and, uh, there are free home tests. Google that if you want free home tests free as in you don't have to pay for any of it right so um but my point for saying that is i took a home test and i had COVID, and i thought that's wrong <laughs> so i went in to the pcr i had i had the pcr test to make sure positive it dark sense of humor <laughs> okay so so anyway but, but she was but she was okay but i we, was okay we had just so we had kind of laughed a we little had laughed a lot because another family member had just and they were and they were fine another another family member had had just and then this is the interesting thing my side of the dark sense of humor guess where she got part of her dark sense of humor from anyway so what happened is when he was sick i said well he can make it i can make it you know i said well he really? lived through it because right. there's some dynamics that are uh, he's higher um, risk. risk. So I said, well, if he made it through it, it gave me a sense of peace. And now I know that sounds weird to people, because okay. you know. But this is the deal. I don't. We don't do. I'm so sensitive to people. Like if yeah. I do anything to hurt somebody, I will okay. apologize for what they felt. Right. And what I, and still, what I did. Sometimes you got to be careful about that. Yeah. Again, <laughs> my issue. So. Sometimes it's perception. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm very careful about how I but you, apologize. But you, but you don't want to apologize. So you, you got to be careful with it. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry you took that wrong. Yeah, I do but that. You, but and the, but there are times when But sometimes that I'm can... wrong. Sometimes I'm wrong. And if I'm wrong, like, I went we, too far. We did a whole episode on, on how to I apologize. And I think I think we got into it on, on, on that Yeah, we did some stuff. Anyway, but my, my point, going back to the point, is that um, it is critical to look at what you need in this moment in your yeah. life, right? So her boundary is not my boundary, mm -hmm. right? So I offer, I used to be uh, offended. Okay. When I used to, I have a lot of stuff, y'all. Clothing specifically. You were offended? Whoa, 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 stop, stop. Don't get excited yet. Okay. So I used to always offer her, and I don't, I, I like nice things. So I used to always offer her everything. At one point, she was taking anything I offered. And then I think, listen to this, my friend, because Patrice not just my daughter, we have a relationship, right? So she started, she was accepting everything. So have you ever given a friend things and given a friend things? And then the next thing you know, they said, oh, no, I don't want that. I said, but thank you. I don't I don't want that. And be like, what? And taken back. <laughs> you said, whoa, wait a minute. You know how much money I paid for this? And so, but my point for saying that is in friendship, yeah. just like in a relationship and marriage and all of those, you know, adjustments, adjustments, because we shift, we change, we grow. So, so what, she was in a different place and she wasn't, which was good. I have to explain. So no, my closet, I want to explain. I'm going to explain. My my podcast is our podcast. <laughs> um, so my closet, uh, I am bad about things just ending up on the floor. Since I was a child. Since I was a child, clothes just, end up, just end up everywhere. Zero. You're, oh. But, um, and so... Um, I, it got to a point where I needed to be picky 
because if what I already have is all over the floor and I don't know what I have and I'm not wearing it, I only wanted to accept the things that um, that I knew I was actually going to wear and that I was going to 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 enjoy, and and um, and so that's where and so I'm glad. So what I do when somebody does something that kind of pushes a button for me, sometimes so I have buttons around not feeling appreciated or not feeling um or feeling like like rejected it's not a huge button but it's it's a little it's a little button um and and being able so when that button gets pushed i have to step back and say is this you or was it me right and that's because, good because if, if if it's it's me if it's based on the stuff I talk about my therapist with it's you if it's like oh no no like this was really just about this situation or it's like 30% this situation and then like 70% the other and so being able I I do that intrinsic stuff first before I before I go to somebody um to be like this is what happened and this is how I I I felt about it and I like that because when I do my own work then I can determine if it is a button or if it's the situation. Yeah. Now, people cannot read your mind. Friendships. People cannot read your mind. And you shouldn't expect them to. But no, no, no. You don't want them to. People don't need to read my mind. Mine either. My, my, we my look mind? so nice. <laughs> my mind? You don't need to be up in my head. Trust me. So anyway, but my point for saying that is if they're crossing a boundary, tell them. So what you just said I thought I mentioned to you that da da da. I know I mentioned that to you, and I need you not to do that. And then, because see, I used to say what I used to say is you don't have to uh, exit anybody out of your life. You just keep on soaring, you know, oh, okay. and, and you know, off. and they'll drop thing. off. It's kind of true. However, they they're still reaching for you and trying to pull you back to where they want you to be. So sometimes you tell people. I have changed. I am not going out and partying or I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to buy this. I'm not going shopping. I'm not eating. Every time we get together, all we do is we eat. So what I would tell the person is not just what I said. I would say, you know what? Let's do something else and go out and eat. Let's go out and meet up and do something else. And if they said, no, girl, all I want to do is go and eat. I said, well, you know, I'm not going to go out as often because I'm working on something. I'm working on me. So therefore, I'm not eating. I'm not going out to eat as often. So you establish your boundary. Then you have to maintain your boundary. Then you have to not feel guilty when a person taps into your boundary yes. and says, I need your time, your money, mm. your stuff. You know, because people cross people that boundary. Those mm. are boundaries. And so that's the key. My money? I know what she did. My <laughs> <laughs> you know, she's my daughter. Anyway, but my point for saying that is just keep in mind when a person crosses it, they can't read your mind. Give them information. And I will always give the reminder that a true boundary says, hey, if you want to meet up, I'm only going to be available to meet out. I'm not available to meet at restaurants anymore. And so it's not saying because it's say, hey, I'd love to meet with you. And here is where, you know. This is this is what we can do. Maybe we can do a coffee shop. Um, I met up with a friend recently at at a at a at a coffee shop, or maybe we can do this or that. Um, um, the weather's beautiful. Maybe we can you know go do this. But um, being able to to set those those boundaries, and if the person has 
a big reaction um, because people might be used to just getting their way all the time. People might have their own stuff that they're dealing with and that they need to work on. And, but that's not for you to fix them. That's mm. not for you. And um, I am very careful with my, with my energy now. Now a, a friend can be going through and we can support each other. We, we, we can be there for each other. And then um, uh, we can also then um, just do something fun. Cause even when I'm going through, I still mm. need to like enjoy things. And so um, being able to, to still be authentic. Um, if I can't be authentic with you, you're not a friend. Cause we're talking about these levels. And so mine are like associate, friendly, friend, and close friends. And I can count my close friends on, right. on, on, on one hand. Um, and being able to have those people um that and my my close friends they can give me feedback anytime they they can be like patrice you were wrong <laughs> and i'm gonna take a breath think about it and yeah yeah but then you can discuss it too and that's the key about uh those levels and 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 do this i'm mm. doing something in my house that i recommend you do in your space in in relationship you don't have to tell the other person that it's happening. You just look at it and say, have you earned the right to be at this level? So in, in my home, I did some, there's some stuff going on. <laughs> I'm moving stuff around. So every book, and I have a book issue, but we're not going to talk about that. I have, we're not going to talk about it. So every book has to earn its right to be back in this space I just cleaned out. So you said, how does it earn its right? I'm going to literally spend a little time in the book and see if it's if it's something that I really need or if it's something that someone else could use and have a better use for. Because I had 50 cookbooks. Oh, I just and, said that out loud. I didn't mean to with, tell y'all the number, pictures. but it's too late now. It's fit with pictures. I might want one. I don't know. I, I use the, the air numbers. Fryer. The, I don't. The, the recipes numbers, can't be too long. The numbers are getting shorter and shorter. So I allowed someone, my brother actually, coming because he loves oh. cookbooks. So he came over and he looked at him. And so he took six, which was really good for him. And then I said, okay, Patrice is going to take a look at them. But my point for saying this, I won't bring them back in the house. You know why? They have not earned the right to stay. Mm. They have not. And the reason is the ones I have up there have purpose and meaning. The one I can get this stuff online, you know. You, I mean, because I had to look at it, Johnny. You can get this stuff online. You don't have nobody, ha and I'm not doing that much cooking, but we're not gonna get into that either. So that's what I'm doing. I'm looking at things and saying, What adds value when you look at relationships, when you look at friendships, look at it and say, Am I the one that's doing the hundred and the other person's doing 10? Every time I'm around this person or this situation, I'm frustrated because I'm giving, I'm always paying, I'm always whatever it is. Look at it. Don't blame them. Just make adjustments for you that you can live with. So I hope that's good. Um, I'm going to drop this and run. Not really. But even with family, uh, that's good. Just because they're family does not mean that they have to be close to your heart because there are some people that have shown based on their behavior, based on the way they treat you, based on the way they treat your children, for whatever reason, that you have to be cautious with them. 
And um, back when I was younger, I bought into that, you know, oh, family, blood's thicker than, wait a minute, what? <laughs> no, like, like nobody has the right to, 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 to treat me poorly even if we share half of our DNA or whatever, like people, people have to earn that, including family. And, um, there are people, um, cause there are some boomers, that's my mama's generation that, that don't like that their kids have like cut them off, that they're setting these, these boundaries. And when I'm working with clients, we, we say, okay, where do you want this person to be? Because some mm -hmm. people, it would it would it would hurt them too much to completely cut someone out of their life. But we can talk about how can we safely have them in in your life, or or how can you realize that okay, you you can't go to this person for advice. You can't go to them for for this or that. You have to set boundaries around your money, your time, and so um, this also includes family. I love that you brought that up. And then remember this, just because the person is your friend or they may be your confidant or your comrade, if you're in a space and you have children mm -hmm. and your children don't, let's say they, they don't reach out to the person or they don't, whatever, right? Whatever situation is, trust and believe or respect your child's boundary. I used to, I, Personally, my parent, I was raised that when people come in the house, family, especially, you do certain things with your family. You know, you hug them, you da, 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 you know, whatever. So now I literally, it when my grandson comes and runs to me and hugs me, I know how much that means. Because he hasn't done that to everybody. He didn't do that to everybody. <laughs> Wait a minute. And he used to didn't do it to me. <laughs> and, and, my little feelings, you know, because I'm thinking, I kept you till you was 18 months. And so, but, and and, but and as a mom. She respects his boundary. And I, she taught me to respect his boundary. She said, if he don't want to hug nobody, he ain't got to hug nobody. And if y'all are, if, if you're tickling him and he says stop, you that, stop. You stop. Yeah. And then you ask him if you like. And so we we had I'm really Very big respectful. on consent and boundaries, especially for children, because they 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 don't have power. Yeah. And, and the reason I even bring that up is for you to remember that boundaries and relationships, friendships, uh, levels of friendships, um, kids don't get in the middle of your kids issues with other children. Don't get in the middle of your your children's relationship with their spouse. now if your child is being bullied but that's different that that's different but like if they're just having like minor kid drama like because you'll be mad to my you can't go to bobby's house no more and he says but i like bobby now or she'll say i like Janie or bobby now whatever and then they're like but you cut me off you know why'd you cut me off that was a moment in time help allow them to uh go through the accurate thinking or the critical thinking process so that they know it's okay for you and them not to be together. But if you decide, and then I ask, you know, well, what made you change your mind? You know, what happened? That kind of thing. Go ahead. So she thought of something. My, my kid right now uh, just started kindergarten this week. And every day I ask him, like, who did you play with? Who did you play with? And he's like, I, I played by myself. Like, I, I played by played myself. With me. I'm like, did you did you talk to the other kids? And he's like, no. I was like, did you talk to your teacher? And he was like, yes, he, he is. He is talking to the adults. Um, but I, I had to. So this is his first time being in, in an environment with all new kids. 
Um, and he's, he's taking his time getting, cause I was the kid that like, I needed friends <laughs> and my kids like, I don't, I don't need no I'm friends. good. <laughs> because you know what? He entertains himself. And now she did too. She was very good at entertaining herself. But I was always bringing people over. Because I mean, our house was a hangout place, right? But my point for saying that, and I love she brought that up, let your children and let yourself go through the process of doing what you need to do. You saw something. Yes. So someone said, never learn to confront issues. Just thought of their good qualities, my bad ones, and forgave. And forgiveness does not mean... Um, so I have videos over on YouTube on on forgiveness because I can let go because I've 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 been hurt in 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 relationships. Um, for for me personally, what forgiveness means is me letting go of that hurt while acknowledging it. I but that doesn't mean that the person that I'm going to be in their life or that I'm going to let them continue to 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 hurt me. Um, that I have the right to protect myself. And um, in respecting me, because sometimes we teach kids to always respect others, but not teach them how to respect themselves. I think that's incredibly important. Wow. Let's go ahead and wrap up. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So what are some of the tips? Okay. My first, I'm going to give you maybe two. Okay. (laughs) Maybe two. My first tip is this. Always start with your self-awareness. Self-awareness, whether it be in a relationship whether it be um, regard you, know you, and give yourself time, right? Know your triggers. And when a person triggers, if they continue to trigger all the time and you let them know that that is an issue for you, then maybe they're not at the level you thought they were. Maybe they're you have them as a confidant or a conrad or whatever, and they're really just a constituent, you know, you know, um, Don't use Facebook or any social media and say, these people are my friend. My recommendation, I know that's what they call ad friends. However, identify what friend, that's a better term. Yes. Identify what friend means to you. And, And don't, and be careful about getting all your positive affirmations from social media platforms that uh, allowing that like or whatever to be how you build yourself up, how you build your self-confidence, because that could open the door for other issues. Those are my tips I would give you. All right. And my final tips are going to be if somebody doesn't like you, that's okay. Now it's okay. It's not going to feel good. You might don't don't try to figure out why. <laughs> there there might not be a good reason. Our energies might not just might not be a match. Or, um, but it's okay if somebody doesn't like you. It's okay if you don't like somebody else. And giving yourself that 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 permission, and then that you get to choose where people are in in your life and where I have you on Monday. If something happens, like that doesn't mean that's where you stay forever. That's good. And I've had people that were very close and then we kind of fell off for a period of time and we're close again. Um, and and we weren't like hateful or mean or like nothing. There was no major violation or anything. And so we we were able to kind of come back together down down the road. 
And so don't force it. Don't try to force people to be, it's like, you know, the square peg and the round hole. Like sometimes you so badly want these people to be in this space that you're honestly blocking the person that might fit and be a good fit for that, for that place in your life. It is incredibly lonely. So I, I do want to acknowledge it can be lonely when you're doing this process because you're realizing who's really for me. And I might look around and there might not be that, that, that many people. And, but I'd rather have less people. Um, Cause one of the worst things is to be around people and feel lonely and be hurt and, and all those things. And so you're worth it. Um, I hope that this is helpful. If you have questions, please put them in the comments. And if you have any ideas for any future topics that you'd like for us to cover, uh, please let us know. We hope you enjoy the rest of your day.